Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. You're listening to News Ad Lib, the monthly podcast from Wellington City Libraries. In the studio today, we have Tess. Hi, Tess. Hi. Thanks, Fiona. And me, Fiona. Um, we're going to be talking about some of the events and new services that are available at your local library in Wellington. Now, just looking at the range of events that we have coming up, Tess, I can see that we've got a huge variety, including um, the return of something that we haven't seen in libraries for a while, which is Law for Lunch. Yeah. So tell us a bit more about Law for Lunch. Yeah, it's been a few years, uh, so some people might remember this one. So it's a weekly series we won uh, with Community Law Wellington and Hutt Valley. So basically they run a series of free legal talks. We're doing six throughout the month of November and the start of December. Um, Community law, just for a bit of background, they are lawyers and community workers who make sure that everyone in Aotearoa has access to justice and equality. So it's all about sharing knowledge, um, cutting through legal jargon and just providing some really accurate information and practical advice. So I know that um, normally Law for Lunch covers a range of topics as well and generally there's something, at least one topic that's of interest to everyone, I guess. Yeah. So tell me about the topics this time. Yeah, so we're starting with November 1st, we're running um, Enduring Powers of Attorney. So we're just looking at um, the insights of decision making for those who don't have the capacity to make decisions for themselves. So that's where we're starting. Um November 8th, we're moving on to an application for Maori land succession. So this one will be presented by Te uh, Terangi Stevens. Um, just talking about succeeding uh, Maori land using a step-by-step process. And she's someone who has lived experience, so really All knows right. the topic in and out from her own personal experiences. Um, on the 15th, we're moving on to tenancy rights. Um, so talking about landlords and tenants and the kind of navigating the power imbalances there. That one I'm sure will be really popular. Yeah, yeah, I think that's something that really applies to everyone and you never know with these kind of things also what you don't know. Mm. So, um, and then again, one that's probably going to reach a fair few people, um, family law will be on the November 22nd. Um, so really focusing on care arrangements um, from splits and divorces resolving disputes between guardians and we'll also be looking at family violence and protection orders there as well. Um, For the 29th we're moving on to scams and identity theft so that one's really I'll be really interested in that one's very topical and something you always see nowadays. Um, So just some tips and know-how to avoid common scams so looking forward to picking up some topics like and pointers there myself. Yeah because I think the the way that um Uh, people get affected by that is always changing as well, isn't it? Yep, very much so. Um, And so then on the 6th, we're finishing up 6th of December, uh, we'll do work and income support. So looking at employees, really focusing on employees and what your rights are at work. Mm -hmm. So again, something that can apply to everyone and just really handy knowledge to have in your back pocket. To Definitely. Oh, that sounds really good. And I can see here from the list too that there's a range of people who are presenting them. And so where are they going to be, um, the Law for Lunches? This yeah, year? Yep. so they're all different speakers. We're doing, so Law for Lunch will be every Tuesday um, from 12 to 12.45. It's at Te Awe Library. So idea being you can just drop in. Um, you can even bring your lunch if you want to have a quick snack while you're watching. Um, 
just kind of casual sessions and there'll be time at the end of each session to ask questions and to get some um, legal advice as well from all the speakers. And Tiawe is the one in Brandon Street as well. Yeah, yeah. one of our pop-ups in Central. So it's really a um, handy location, not far from the trains, buses right around the corner. Yeah. True. And that's only one of the series of events. Gosh, yeah. I mean, uh, since COVID, when we couldn't hold any events, um, or, you know, sort of the lo- lockdowns and that kind of thing, we couldn't hold many events. Um, certainly this month has been a bumper one, I think, the first, you know, really, really full one, I think, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, November's looking really, which is great, really chockers, and there's so many different events happening that's um, right. throughout the month. Now, um I saw that there's going to be a um, a book launch as well, a and an artist talk um, at Karori Library. Do you want to tell us a wee bit about that one? Yeah, yeah. This one's a little bit of a should be fun, a different one. So yeah, book launch and artist talk combined. So we're looking at proof. It's two decades of printmaking. So it's a newly released book. Um, it's organised by the Print Council of Aotearoa, New Zealand. So they're an artist-run group that have been going for over 20 years now um, for members. It's a national organisation. They run workshops, exhibitions, collaborations, all sorts, both here and internationally in Australia as well. I think they've got one in Australia coming up soon. So we've got Kathy and Heather. They're going to join us. So they're board members of the group and they've also edited the book. And the book's really beautiful. It's beautifully photographed and designed and it's a real like visual feast um so they're featuring over 180 works of their artists that have been in the group over the years they're talking about the history of the group Mm. what's happening now what's happening in the future um it's going to be a real really interesting discussion we're going to be chatting about not only the book but also about all the artists oh wow around the area the local artists they're going to bring in their prints so we can look at the Mm -hmm. works as well as talk about flick through the new book and just have a nice discussion, really. Oh, that sounds brilliant, yeah. yeah. Oh, and um, and I imagine that the book will be available in our libraries afterwards, right? Or yes. once we get copies, yes. yeah. Yes, we've got copies on order, so yeah. we're, fingers crossed they'll be there for the event. Mm-hmm. But if not, they'll be there not long after. Mm-hmm. But they'll be able to reserve copies um, and also we'll most likely have um, a publisher's table there where people can purchase them if they so choose, but they're already available online on the library catalogue to reserve uh, now, actually. Oh, great. Yeah. And now, is that happening a bit later in the month, is it? Yes. So we've got that one on uh, the 26th. So that's on a Saturday at 11am at Karori Library. Um, and if you just keep an eye out online as well, social media, we've doing um, we've done some interviews with the Wellington-based artists that Ooh. are featured in the book. So we've done some home studio visits where we've recorded, had a little chat to the artists. They've been generous enough to show us their works and how they work at home and how they make their artworks. So those will be going up online on the library's social media, our YouTube, uh, the blog in the weeks in the lead up to the event. So throughout November, you'll be able to jump online and see bits and pieces before the actual event on the 26th as well. Oh, that sounds fantastic. And I know uh, on the library's YouTube channel, we certainly have uh, lots of um, interviews on there with authors or um, printmakers as well, obviously yeah. coming up, and uh, and artists. And um, yeah, there's uh, even, you know, pre-recorded story times and everything like that. So that's youtube.com forward slash WCL channel if you want to check them out. 
Um, I think it's time for a music track. And I think the first music track is going to be <laughs> Courtney Barnett uh, with Elevator Operator. And that was Courtney Barnett with Elevator Operator and you're back with News Ad Lib, the monthly show from Wellington City Libraries. Um, you've got Tess in the studio, uh, who's one of our um, uh, adult um, specialists. Specialist. Non-fiction. Non-fiction, <laughs> yes, that's right. Sorry, momentary blank. It's a mouthful. And, um, and I'm Fiona and I look after online services for the library. So uh, just going back on to events again for the month of November, I know that we have a series called Hetimo Timo. 
Yeah, that's exciting. So we're running that again. This is a weekly one all throughout November. So there's plenty of chances to drop by if you, it's a casual um, Tereo learning classes. So Thursdays at 5.30 to 6.30 um, at Karori Library. So you can come on, you can drop on into any session. You don't have to attend them all, but it's just a beginner's class to start to learn the basics of Tereo Maori. Um, they're friendly and they're very kind of uh, accessible. Interactive, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and there's quite a few themes. Uh, we've got five different sessions coming up and uh, actually f- uh, from when you're hearing this, there'll be three to go and you can book in for whichever one you like. Uh, the three that will be happening for the rest of November are Common Pronunciation Mistakes. Uh, that's at Korori on Thursday the 10th of November. There's Wellington Place Names and Library Names, which oh, is going to be interesting. <laughs> uh, and again at Karori Library, and that's on the 17th of November. That's a Thursday from 5.30 to 6.30. And then Porphyry, which is uh, on the 24th of November, and that's the last session. So um, again at 5.30. So yeah, they're really, really good sessions. And um, I know that uh, all the people that who have gone on them, we've got some really good compliments yeah, from them. Yeah, it's yeah. lots of fun and just kind of casual and really yeah. no pressure environment to learn. Exactly, yeah. No, it's really, really good, yeah. And um, another event that's coming up is uh, in the month of November is... What we've, what our, our fiction specialist, who loves alliteration, I should say, <laughs> is calling the nefarious novels at Newtown, and that's on the 18th of November at 6:30. But what's exciting for us as well is that it's going to be the launch of Renee's latest novel. So um, it's uh, going to have three outstanding women, Wellington, Wellington woman crime writers: Renee, Jennifer Lane, and Anne Hare. Um, who will be in conversation with Louise Dardle, who works with us. So, and um, yeah, so launching the new book of, called Blood Matters. And um, it's a very special event for fans of all New Zealand Aotearoa fiction and especially fans of mystery and crime fiction. And I yeah. have to say that's me as well. I, I have read um, The Leaning Man by Anne Hare that was set in Wellington. And actually, it's really interesting to kind of you know, think of the waterfront and also Mount Vic as well, which is where the, the main character lives. So um, I'm really looking forward to going along to that. Um, and uh, so there's going to be Jennifer Lane as well, um, who is going to be talking about um, the new book, uh, Blood Matters. And, oh, sorry, oh, Mystery. Miracle, isn't it? What's that? Miracle, her second novel. Oh, that's right, Miracle, that's right. And, um, as I said, and Harry's earlier one was Leaning Man, and then there's um, uh, also... Um, Miracle and also Blood Matters. Yes, that's all right. Three. <laughs> all three. <laughs> lots to get their head around. Yes, that's right, yeah. But just to tell you a bit about the authors themselves, so um, iconic New Zealand author Renee was born in 1929 in Napier and has so far written over 20 highly acclaimed plays. In fact, one of them was on at Circa earlier this year, uh, Wednesday to come, and many of them works that humanise and centre working-class people and feature women in leading roles. Um, in addition, she's also published 10 fiction works so far, including The Wild Card, which was shortlisted for the 2020 Nio Marsh Awards, and her latest work that we're launching is, again, called Blood Matters. Um, so The Wild Card, from memory, um, 
Uh, Renee, I remember going to see her at Verb a few years ago and she was talking about how she was teaching a course on how to write crime fiction so she thought she ought to write a crime novel and The Wild Card is the, the book from that, I think. Um, now, in Blood Matters, the novel's central character, Puti, is a runner but she doesn't feel safe anymore, especially when she discovers that her grandmother, sorry, grandfather has been murdered with a Judas mask on his face and, other, and another biblical mask has gone missing. She's also the guardian of 10-year-old Bella Rose who wants to be a private investigator when she grows up. Putty and Bella Rose try to solve the murders and find out who took the mask. Sounds like a good read and coming up for Halloween kind of spooky Oh, yes, times that's true. To that's get true. into those kind of books. Yeah. Um, or remember Halloween as well yeah. when people are listening to this. And uh, so Jennifer Lane's debut novel, All Our Secrets, established her as an author to keep a close eye on. Quickly gaining rave reviews, the book went on to win the much-coveted first Best First Novel Award at the Naya Marsh Awards in 2018, and her second novel, Miracle, has just been released. And the novel, set in small-town Australian, centres around events at a crematorium. And the book's central teenage character, Miracle, is a fabulous creation, funny and totally believable, and who also has a colourful family in tow. And this book is a compelling and enjoyable crime mystery read that will be enjoyed by both young adults and uh, adults alike. Um, and and Hare's debut novel, The Leaning Man, which I mentioned already, um, but what I didn't mention was that it's a gripping, suspenseful, page-turning thrill ride of a book. You're very likely to stay up very late to see what happens next, <laughs> which is true. Um, actually, Karori even features in it as well, I just oh, remembered. Wow. Um, it's set in our very own Windy Wellington and in some respects is a love letter to the city with its perfectly visualised, vivid and evocative descriptions of the capital. And to top it off, one of the locations in the book is our very own Te Awe Library with accompanying fictional librarian. I'd completely forgotten that bit. That's true. What was the fictional librarian like? Uh, oh, um, from, very helpful with the oh, uh, with the mystery <laughs> from what I can remember. Yeah, um, and the book gathered glowing reviews from the likes of the Listener, the Dominion Post, as well as RNZ. Um, so this event at Newtown uh, is a rare opportunity to hear three of the best crime writers in the country talk about their latest crime novels and their work. Um, and not an, an opportunity not to be missed by anyone interested in New Zealand literature. So just when that event is again is Nefarious Novels at Newtown, the 18th of November at 6.30. The library normally closes on a Friday night at 6, but it's staying home, it's staying open, especially late for it, so uh, for this event. So Friday night at Newtown on the 18th. And um, there have been some really, really good um, events previously at Newtown Library, uh, particularly panel discussions as well set up for it. In fact, you can watch a video of previous times um, that we've had events there for Naya Marsh Awards uh, on our YouTube channel too. So um, I think it might be time for another piece of music maybe. So um, this is Joan Shelley and I'll tell you the title afterwards. We'll find out after it's first. Yeah. Come 
Haven from Joan Shelley. Um, thanks for listening to News Ad Lib, the monthly Wellington City Libraries podcast that tells you about events and services available to you, all free with your library card. Now, um, one of the other things that we wanted to talk to you about is a, a reasonably new database on our library website, which is the um, National Geographic. And um, you might think, gosh, that's been around for a long time. Well, it started up in 1888, would you believe? So one of the things that um, with adding the new database is that we not only get the National Geographic in full colour, that you can just choose a particular uh, magazine um, article or you can search or you can choose a particular magazine edition uh, but you can also look at National Geographic Kids and you can do National Geographic Traveller uh, or National Geographic History as well. So as I mentioned it's all free with your Wellington City Libraries membership and the Smithsonian collections online are there as well. So both of these are iconic institutions of knowledge that set the bar for journalistic standards, historical integrity and contextual rigour for their readerships. Now, um, there are 249,000 pages apparently and 1,650 different um, magazine uh, editions. Um, so plenty, plenty to look through. So, And it goes up until August... 2022, uh, just before recording, I went on and had a look on the latest issue from August is all about um, Stonehenge, if you want to have a look through that. But also there's extraordinary photography in the rest of the archive, groundbreaking articles, and it covers more than 100 years of that magazine, as mentioned, and explored by 60 million readers each month. And you can traverse the world from the comfort of your own home. And from the great Serengeti migration, braving active volcanoes, and so heaps of adventure in there, and that you can just browse through. Yeah, yeah, it's like and a step back in time as well it when is. you click on one of the old archives. It is. And Gosh, you yeah. see all even just the advertisements. Are I really know, transported. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's really amazing. Yeah, and so with the Geographic Kids as well, there's a separate interface to go through for that, or you can just browse the magazine through the National Geographic. Um, front interface too mm. but with the Smithsonian collections online uh, it features up-to-date archives from that Smithsonian magazine and the air and space magazine and also the exhibitions and collections on display and boy I've had the opportunity to visit that museum and it's just incredible what's there so um, some of the things that they talk about are the evolution of flight from 1784 to 1991 
um, trade and literature and um, merchandising of industry, the World's Fairs and Exhibitions, and gosh, there are some amazing things that were built for World's Fairs, yeah. I can tell you. Yeah, so just heaps to look for. So, um, and spend hours browsing through. So if you go to the library website homepage, which is wcl.govt.nz, and then click on e-library, just browse through from there to by topic and look up magazines and you'll find a link to both of those resources. So plenty to look through for there. Yeah, there's so much. You could spend days just going through those archives. They're beautiful photography and really high quality images and that we've got of everything. Exactly. So the perfect thing really if you're looking for school projects and things like that yeah. um, or just when you're you're browsing and you want to have a look through. And not to forget all the other magazines as well that are available through the Libby app that we have and Press Reader, the latest editions there of many New Zealand magazines as well as international newspapers as well. So plenty to look through for there. And um, whether the library's open or closed, the e-library is open all year round and 24-7, so plenty to look through there. Um, I think we might finish off with one more track, and this is um, thank, a big thank you from me, Fiona, and from Tess. Thank you very much. Uh, and we're going to finish off with Nadia Reid singing O Canada.
Program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand on air for funding accessmedia.nz.